What is my what is my pur pur purpose purpose? You pass butter. Anybody that might have a thing for uh, red lips under the nose. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's a sick fetish or something. I don't know. I'm, wow. I'm being gross. I'm, it's I'm my thing. That one. Me either, but I assume it's out there. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. For sure. I'm certainly not one of them. Aha! Cool, 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 cool. Cool. So, what are you drinking, huh? Yeah, well, uh, I, I have a variety of beverages here. Um, classic Monster. Haven't had one of these mm -hmm. in ages. I figured it uh, might put a little pep in my step, if you will. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Um, because coffee's been kicking my ass. It like actually makes me like crash. I don't like it. Oh. Some sugar-free uh, Gosling's ginger beer, which I like to drink straight. I also like to mix it with Jameson. Of which oh. <laughs> none of these things are sponsoring our podcast yet, unfortunately. Nope. And also, just because you mentioned beer, I grabbed a Heineken out of the fridge while I was there. Wow. I like to have a variety, you see. You have like a mini bar next to you. <laughs> I just brought one of my favorite beers, which is a Sapporo Premium oh. Ale. Oh. Yeah, and that's what I'm drinking. Also not sponsor, but... What kind of beer is that? I usually order this when I go to sushi places. Hmm. I believe it's... I mean... Oh, that's I a Japanese beer, Japanese. isn't it? I don't know, because it says that it was brewed in Ontario, Canada. Hmm. But I don't know if it... The origin... Ah, no idea, bro. Okay. I have no idea. So... It tastes good, bitch, Maybe it's a okay? Greek beer. It sounds familiar. I don't know. Anyway, welcome to Wubble Up a Pod Pod. This is where we are not accurate about anything at all, necessarily. At all. We're just a bunch of nerds. Super nerds. Doing nerdy things, but we will respect the shit out of your pronouns. God damn it. That's right. What are your pronouns? Uh, my pronouns are he, him. Mine are they, them. Yeah, and I'm going to respect the shit out of that. Thank you. Oh my God, I'm going to cry in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I will you have something in your, in your face, son. Hold on one second. There's something like on my screen that's in your, in your face bothering the shit out of me. I, I got it. Stop it! Ew, why do you even have to wipe my face? We're like being watched by people. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, by the way, I just to complete my mini bar, I also have a smart right. water. I also have water. Because it makes me smart. It's so smart. I'm also a smart a person who drinks smart water. I paid so two fifty for this. Yeah, that's actually not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I haven't had a, a reverse house. I need a reverse osmosis filter in my house. The uh, the pure filter makes the water taste like shit. It's better than if it were just straight tap water. Like the government has straight up admitted that we have lead and PFAS in our city oh. water. So um, lovely. Yeah, I mean, I'm only like an hour and a half drive from Flint, Michigan. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's so. You know, heard of it? Mm -hmm. Heard of it. Yeah, that sucks. But yeah, seriously sucks though, I'm considering all of this the actual like intro to Wubble Up a Pod Pod. 
Sure. Welcome. I'm Josh. Welcome. I'm Alex. Wubba Lubba Pod Pod! Wubba Lubba Pod Pod! Woo! I'm totally paying $15 a month for this subscription to Zoom, and I am going to use it. Yes, we are. That is partially why I have a stupid space background theme, and my fucking microphone is all... Disappears and then comes back in. Yeah. Disappears again. Uh, We're not here for video quality. We're here for entertainment quality. And if you'd like to watch us, that's on you, bro. Yeah. That's kind of something you got to do. Kind of weird, but, you know, we're here to support that. That's what we do. We're very supportive and stuff. Yeah. And the way that you can watch it, by the way, is through becoming a Patreon. Patreon. Slash Wubba Lubba Pod Pod. And you can check out the perks we have three tiers and i'm gonna leave you with like the mystery of what each of them has like you go check it out <laughs> yeah do that yeah I'll, I'll give you the full rundown at the end of the episode but you have to wait you have to listen to our episode first or just fast forward but you know we don't want people to know that that trick exists because you know oh my god don't tell them i'm sorry that's my bad What's wrong with you? so t- what are we doing today josh I'm not wearing any pants. Oh. Actually, I am. I, oh, uh, let me guess, they're jeans. I just like to joke about not wearing pants, but I'm always wearing pants. That's the joke. That's the real joke is I'm wearing jeans and they're, ha, 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 ha. they're probably like Lee's or Levi's. I'm not sure. Yeah. Good. Levi's are good. Almost certainly yeah. made by slave labor. Oh my God. Thank you for that. For reminding us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately. I am not wearing pants. I'm wearing boxers. And they're flowy and very comfy. Flowy? Flowy. I've not... Okay. That's not a word yeah. I would think to attribute to... Do you want to see? Undergarments. They're like shorts. They're not... Um, I mean, they can be undergarments. They have pockets. Like, they're like comfy. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Those are really... Yeah. Yeah. Baggier than I would have expected. I, I guess baggy's not... <laughs> <laughs> Not really the right word, but flowy. You said it. Flowy. Flowy. They're, they're, uh, they're breezy. They're, yeah, breezy, easy breezy walkers. Um <laughs> Yeah, they're quaint. So, quaint and cozy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. That's that's what I'm always going for, the coziness. Mm. So But yeah, here we are on Wubble Up a Pod Pod. We're gonna start you off with a scene by scene recap. Then we we're gonna do some analysis as we go, and then uh, we always like to talk about some character lore, uh, do some tracking if we can. My God, I don't. I think we bit off more than we can chew there, but we're gonna try. Damn it, fan theories. Oh, yeah. I've got at least one fan theory locked and loaded that I want to talk about this episode. Don't worry, nice. it's it's not uh, it's not too complicated. They're going to get more and more complicated as we go, because obviously, if you've seen Rick and Morty, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, sorry, I tried to burp. Oh yeah, I heard it, um, but I'm looking at my burping notes. Burping is encouraged here, obviously. Yeah, so hop on our live stream and start burping at us. <laughs> we eventually intend to add the ability to do a super. What's it called? A super comment or a super... And I think it's called super chat or something like uh, that. Ah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm like... Well, we could do that on YouTube. We'll look into it. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Right now, we're just doing recordings. We're basically just sitting here circle jerking ourselves, and we're going to upload it later. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it is what it is and you'll take it because our lives are difficult and it's the holidays. Okay, I've been busy. I've been having family here. You don't know what I've been through. Seriously. Yeah, I've so, been Stop I've been at yelling work at us. Constantly. Yeah, it scares me. Anyway. what? So yeah, this episode is called M. Night Shyamalians. And I don't know what the fuck that means. Can you explain it to me? M. Night Shyamalians. I mean, have you seen the movie uh, The Sixth Sense? Yes. Or the I one about the ghosts? The little yes. boy go- ghost? Yeah. Okay. I, uh-huh. I see dead people. I mean, he's not a ghost. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, sure. So the, 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 the twist is... That Mel Gibson, what's his name? Yeah. Was it? No, no, no. It was Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is the ghost. Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. How dare you time. confuse the two? He, he was sorry. dead the whole time, but he was still going to work. What a mind fuck. Anyway, yes. that movie was directed by M. Night Shyamalan. And so okay. it's only it's just a reference to that director slash writer's name, uh-huh. which is spelled really fucking weird. It's like, I don't know, look it up. Um, yeah, I, I was I think I, I read it in something where I was looking stuff about this episode and I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. So he uh, always does a crazy yeah. wonky, but also really fucking dumb twist. Okay. And that's what this episode is about yeah. is dumb yeah. twists at, yeah, one after another. True. And it's the same twist. Woo. But so we're going to talk about that later anyway. Yeah. yeah. Can I just say a little disclaimer that I am sick, right? So that's why I might sound sick because I am. So deal with it. Sorry. And if I cough, my cough is going to be like like a demon cough. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know about anybody else. <laughs> All right. It's going to be good Cuff times. Cake. Um. So, just in case you didn't know, like, when you follow us on on Instagram, you get the privilege of knowing when we post a fucking question box for you to ask us questions. And then these questions, we can potentially answer them on the episode, right? Right now, we only got two questions, which is perfect, because I thought we weren't going to get any. And we're going to answer them now. Question one was submitted by United201566. And they said... Uh, would you have the power to be half human and half demon to save the world? Josh? Would I like to have the power to be half human and half demon to save the world? Sounds more interesting than uh, being a day slave. Definitely. I'd <laughs> Is that take what you that. consider yourself right now? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I okay. mean, I think I've got a pretty squishy job situation set up for myself in comparison to what I used to, but... I'd give it all up to be a half demon who saves the world. I, what's the downfall? I mean, what's, you know what a catch? demon means. You'd be a little bit, you'd be half evil. You'd probably kill some people in the way of saving the world. Uh-huh. And? Are you okay with that? Yeah, that's fine. <gasps> oh, shit. All right. That's yeah, I don't your... see what the problem is. <laughs> you, you expected me to have more of a moral conundrum over that? I guess. Um, well, <laughs> uh, so I guess my answer would be the same. Honestly, I think I would I would go into this adventure rather than because the life compared to that life, I mean, right? My yeah. life is boring. You know what I'm saying? Like my my life is ordinary. Grass is always greener on the other side. Am I right? Yeah. Or am I right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. And, okay, um, let's go to question number two, which is kind of interesting, and I'm very curious about. This was submitted okay. by Jade. Uh, they said, favorite animated show or movie? Josh? That's not Rick and Morty. 
Let's say that's not Rick and Morty because obviously we love Rick and Morty, right? Okay. Because it would be Rick and Morty. But let's say not Rick and Morty because obviously. Uh, I just started watching Inside Job and The Lower Decks of Star Trek. Um, And those are both fantastic. Much more fantastic than I was expecting either of them to be. And it's it's really blinding my ability to remember any other. Uh, Other than that, if I had to choose something a little more classic... Uh, I would have to say Futurama. Okay. I haven't, mm. I haven't seen any of the ones that you were talking about. I know what Futurama is. Um, okay. But, okay. Yeah. Well, and uh, there's actually proof I did not realize this until today. I was uh, watching some, some more videos about fan theories for Rick and Morty. And apparently there's deliberate crossover in Rick and Morty with Futurama and The Simpsons and Family Guy. Okay, I believe that, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, no, there are definitely, there's an episode where you can see the spaceship from Futurama in the background, and there's a dude with a space slug on his head oh, that is directly yeah. from an episode of Futurama. Uh-huh. Um, and I forget what the other references are, but no, there's, like, canonical proof that the universes are in some way connected, mm-hmm. which makes sense because, you know, it's the fucking multiverse. We're dealing with the multiverse. It's, it has to be connected with every reality in some way, shape or form. I know. So why not pick some good cartoons? Is that your full answer? Or anything? Yeah, that's my yeah? full okay. answer. What's yours? Okay, my answer is, so I was thinking about this and I would have to say my favorite animated <sighs> Because, like, show and movie, I have, like, both, you know? This mm-hmm. is a movie. Um, and it would be Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. Because that is just a masterpiece, an artistic masterpiece. It's so amazing. I love the style of animation. It's very, mm-hmm. like, how I imagine when I'm reading a comic. Like, that's how I see it in my brain come to life. <laughs> Um, and I love the very, like, the colors, the aesthetic, the glitching, the, yeah, the comic book style, the bubbles, like, everything about it, about yeah. the actual, like, art and animation of it. Besides the story, of course, I love that, like, Mile, it's about Miles uh, Morales, which is part Latin, part black, and it's, like, the representation in that. I love Spider-Man, and I've always loved Spider-Man. I'm actually wearing a Spider-Man t-shirt right now. Um, so, like, I didn't know I'm wearing that a Star Trek was... t-shirt. Oh, hey, look at us. <laughs> Starfleet Academy. Oh, there yes. You there you go. Um, so, yeah, I didn't know that there was, like, uh, other Spider-Mans that were like the Peter Parker of the first Spider-Man's movie that I grew up with, right? And mm-hmm. I love that this like opened my world and my love of the Spider-Verse into these other dimensions. And of course, like the story of, it's a story about dimensions and hopping and other characters and other versions hopping. And this is a theme that literally is like the same as Rick and Morty that, uh, that we all love. So I guess that's why I love it as well. So that would yeah. be my answer. But I do want to mention, honorific mention too, if it was like TV shows and not Rick and Morty, because obviously Rick and Morty, then my other animated favorite show is Bob's Burgers, period. Oh, Goodbye. yeah. That's up there. That would be in my top 10. Yeah. Um, 
I was going to say uh, a runner-up that I thought of while you were talking about Spider-Man is the yeah. uh, the second generation of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoons. Not the originals from the 80s. Okay. Those okay. are shit. They're fun in their own right, but they're shit. Okay. Um, and they came out with another series. There's like eight of them now, and it's gotten really convoluted. But the second one that came, started coming out, and I want to say the late 90s, early 2000s, That's was much more... That's probably that I remember. Possibly, yeah. It's much more accurate to the uh, the comic book series, and it's much darker, um, and has actual like canonical storylines that connect together throughout. It's serialized. It's not episodic like the mm-hmm. uh, the original '80s cartoon, um, which is basically just Inspector Gadget, but with turtles. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> the original '80s one, I mean, because it you've got fucking. Shredder, yeah, yeah, I'll get you next time, turtles. <laughs> That's the whole plot right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. Fun. Do we wanna do we wanna talk about Rick and Morty on this Rick and Morty podcast? Right. We should probably do that. I mean Sure. <laughs> that was that was a nice little QA section there. I don't know. Yeah, we might I do think, it again. I think we had a fun opening. It was a bit long, but it's fine. I believe bird person can arrange that. Go have some fun out there, bird 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 person. It's unwise of me to share these details, but I've become inebriated. They are designed to attract the attention of the female. In bird culture, this is considered a dick move. So we're in the garage. We're in Rick's garage, or it looks like Rick's garage. He's dissecting a rat, and he's like, God, this is just sloppy craftsmanship. And I'm like, on a rat? Huh. That's weird, but it all makes sense real soon, like, because um, Morty enters. He's acting pretty normal for Morty, uh, but Rick is all like, oh, careful, guys. You're going to burn out the CPU with this one. Uh, oh, he's like super responsive in real time. And then Beth comes out and she gets in her car and she's clearly very robotic and monotone. And Morty's like, huh, that's weird, Rick. Gosh, I don't know. What's going? Oh, you think she's weird? Oh, crazy. And so Rick's all super suspicious of Morty. And then Morty's like, all right, well, I'm going to go to school. And he bonks into the wall. And Rick is doing this comically ridiculous, uh, suspicious look towards him while he's still (laughs) dissecting the the rat. rat. Yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious. Classic Rick and Morty. Uh, (laughs) Cut to the school. Uh, You want to take it from there? Sure. Where Morty and everybody in his class, they're all learning what five times nine is. And turns out that it's at least 40. And that is correct. Technically correct, yes. Technically correct. And so, so the, what, what Goldie Folds? What's his name? Goldfolds? Golden Folds? Golden Folds. Golden Folds. Golden Folds. Uh, yeah. Is Puffy Vagina. Morty. Yeah, Puffy Vagina. He's praising Morty and he's telling him like, oh my God, that's the correct answer. Like, you should teach us, like, go in front of the class and... And teach us, la la la. And then they're like, casually like, oh my god, I have a question. How do you make concentrated dark matter? And then Goldfoss is like, oh my god, that's a great question. How would you make concentrated dark matter, huh? And Jessica, (laughs) of course, butts in and she's like, Morty, isn't your grandpa like a scientist or something? Do you know this because your grandpa's a scientist? Boobs, boobs, boobs. I'd like totally be your girlfriend if you give us that recipe. 
I don't know, Marty. That sounds like a... I, I think I'm getting... Um, <laughs> probably yeah. shouldn't do shouldn't do too good of a Golden Folds impression. Isn't that racist? Uh, maybe. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they're all uh, way too into this. And so Rick has been watching through the window. Yeah. And now he fun. barges in to save Morty. He's like, blah, blah, family emergency. Doesn't do like much of an effort there. He's just like, whatever. <laughs> pulls him yeah, out. Yeah, he just... He drags him out, and uh, Morty's like, Oh, Rick, I was totally going to get married, I think. And uh, yeah. like, no, you, you, you take your clothes off. It's the only way. Yeah, they're uh, you, you gotta, the locker rooms in the showers. You got to lick like, my balls, Morty. It's the oh only way. I thought about that. Like, that moment, I was like, oh, this is straight out of that fucking first oh, cursed it's episode not, it's, pilot. It's not working, Morty. You're going to have to stroke the shaft. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Basically, the the original episode, but now with an actual plot. Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. but this is when they, when the ones are both naked. This is when Rick reveals that they are in fact inside a simulation chamber on an alien spaceship. Yeah. The aliens are called Sigerians. 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 Right. Something like that. Sigerians scammers like, are behind all of this. this yeah. Is their those fault. rascally bastards. Um, Most ambitious, least successful con artists described uh, by Rick like this. And they are really uncomfortable with nudity. So that's why they're naked in the shower. And long zoom out to reveal a bunch of aliens on the bridge of a spaceship arguing about them being naked. And Oh, they're my God, I can't naked. look. It's so gross. And I swear to God, you know, I forgot to look it up, but... Uh, this main alien, the the captain, is definitely voiced by David Cross. Uh-huh. If you know who David Cross is, then you know. If you don't, then uh, he was one of the main characters on... Well, he did a sketch comedy show with Bob Odenkirk called um, Bob and David back in the 90s on HBO. And he also did Arrested Development. Oh, okay. He was the never nude, if you recall. No. Okay. <laughs> Well, he was but, one of the brothers. But one I just want to say that, that this voice does sound very familiar to me. Okay. He like, does a lot of stuff. does sound very familiar and, to me. <laughs> and his first officer or one of the other aliens in there, I didn't write down any of his lines, but he sounds exactly like Brain from Pinky and the Brain. Oh, wow. Um, and do you know why he sounds exactly like Brain from Pinky and the Brain? Why, Josh? Because... I'm going to look it up right now, but I bet you 50 bucks it actually is. I know that guy is still alive and still active. Oh, my God. Oh my Pinky God. and the brain. He's looking it up as we speak. The reason brain sounds the way that brain does, like the character choice that the actor made at the very beginning of the series was yeah. he wanted to sound like. All right. So Maurice Lamarck is the voice actor of the brain. Ooh, Okay. God, he was in The Simpsons, he was in Futurama, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Orson Welles. Oh! Uh, that's okay. the voice that he's doing. He He's just doing an Orson Welles impersonation. Okay. Which he plays Orson Welles in The Simpsons, and he's in Disenchantment. Okay. Zootopia. Okay, okay. Haven't seen Zootopia. There it is! Oh, he speaks for Aberdolph Linkler in... Oh. Uh, the episode in an episode that we haven't gotten to yet. I have not confirmed that he is the voice of that alien, but we do know. Yeah. Anyway, if you're curious, look it up. 
Mm-hmm. I said his name already. I've forgotten his name. So anyway. Yeah, they're squirming because of the nakedness. And, and one of them is like, I think we should make Kevin look. And he's like, why would you even say that? Like they're bullying one of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we find out later. And I have a very poignant question about that. But let's let's cover that later. Then they notice that there's another human in the simulation. Full stop. And guess what? It's Jerry. Of course so, it's Jerry. They argue about who the fuck let him on board. And they're like, well, my department wouldn't do that. Well, my department wouldn't do that. Okay, so it's nobody's don't, fault. Don't put this on acquisition. Like, like, oh, it's because it's, a, it's the abductions department. Where's the abductions department? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Abductions department follows acquisitions order. Don't put this on acquisitions. We only acquire humans that haven't been simulated. Simulations don't simulate anybody that hasn't been abducted. So it's abductions. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Bureaucracy at its finest. Yeah. So, and of course, Jerry hasn't realized that he's in a simulation. I just, I can't. The level of stupid with Jerry. I'm, I'm glad this is a cartoon because otherwise I would never buy how stupid Jerry is. Yeah. Like, I can't even buy how stupid Morty is being and not having figured it out. It helps a little bit to realize how stupid Jerry is and like, okay, he's Jerry's son. But even first season Morty, I'm kind of like, really, buddy? You've seen enough <laughs> shit, even in episode four, yeah. that you would know that something's up at this point. Like, he noticed immediately that his mom's acting funny. And, uh, you know, spoiler alert, we know exactly why. It's because Morty is a simulation all the fuck along. Yeah. Um, anybody who's okay. seen this episode knows that, um, who's thought about it for two seconds. So the, the only thing that I don't want to ruin uh, my opinion on right now is... When does Rick figure out that mm. Morty is a simulation? Because we know that he figures it out. And I have a very strong opinion on that, but I don't want to talk about it till okay, afterwards. Okay, so okay, have, okay. have an answer for that by, when we finish the, the walkthrough. Sounds good. All right. Okay. Or don't. I don't care. Whatever. We're here to have fun. It's funny that they're like, oh, just put in the capacity of the sector at 5% processing and keep the settings on auto. Like, that's not what we need. Like, the And they'll deal with rain. it later. Yeah. yeah. And, and then hilarity ensues. Earth radio. <laughs> and now here's earth music. Human music. <laughs> Human bum, music. Bum, My bad. Bum, bum. <laughs> and Jerry's like, I like this. Oh my god, Jerry, really? You like it? It shouldn't be that funny, but it gets me every time. I know. It's fucking amazing. So uh cut back to Rick and Morty, where Rick is pointing out all the weird, stupid, sloppy mistakes that the aliens are making with the simulator. Uh, there's a guy at a at a hot dog stand putting a bun between two hot dogs. There's a woman walking a cat, and Morty keeps being like, "Well, I don't know, Rick. Our neighbor does that all the time." And he's like, "Shut up! I don't want to hear anything more about Mrs. Sanchez or whatever the fuck her name is. It's not Sanchez. That's his name, anyway." But then, you know, the one that really kind of makes Morty stop and go, "Well, okay, I guess maybe," is a fucking pop tart that is driving a toaster. And lives in a bigger toaster, and his garage is a toaster oven. Mm. <laughs> and he's got a little mm -hmm. tie and a little hat on the corner, and it's I adorable. Um, I want to <laughs> yeah. live in Pop-Tart world. They seem like happy-go-lucky little people. and uh, Or maybe it's just that one, and you can't judge an entire species based on a one you know, single 
day slave from that species. Yeah. So yeah. what are you going to do? He, he was clearly going to work. Yeah. So they they obviously operate on capitalism, very similar to our own yeah. democracy, if uh-huh. you will. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, yeah, Morty's finally kind of convinced and... Uh, Morty's like, well, why do they keep coming after you? What's he going to... Uh, if you're so much smarter than them? And he's like, well, it's it's a vendetta. Oh, wait, no, we're not to that part yet. But he's like, well, I'm going to scam the scammers, Morty. Yeah. The mistake they made this time was bringing you into it. Now it's personal. Yeah. I'm going to make him pay, Morty. Yeah, As yeah, they yeah. walk off into the, into the sunset or something. <laughs> And then cut to Jerry doing his hungry for apple speech. And this is where, where we're like, remember that a few episodes ago, we were wondering if Jerry had a job or anything? Yes. Yeah. This is the job that he has. I guess he's like working at an advertising company. And this yeah. is him making a pitch to his boss. And like, I, I guess like a board members or something. Yeah. And his pitch is hungry for apples. And then... But like anything that he says, the people just say yes back. Yes. And they just reply with yes, yes, yes. And he's just like, oh, this is totally not a ripoff of Got Milk. And they're like, yes. And they're like, yes. oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, so you like it? Yes. Oh, so you're going to hire me? Yes. Oh, so, so like... Well, like all of the things, and then he's like runs out of there, happy as fuck. Doesn't realize it's a fucking simulation, Jerry. And um, he's he walks out, and there's like three characters outside, and he's like calling Beth. And I like that when he calls her, like the the telephone appears, and then everything appears around it, right? The simulation, and then yes. Beth answers, and she's also just like yes, right? She, that's all she says, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh my god, are you a simulation, Josh? Yes. Stop it! <laughs> yes. Stop! Oh no. Um, but anyways, it was funny because like when he when Jerry's outside calling Beth and he's like walking by and stuff, um, there's exactly three background humans, like in the background, that repeat themselves as he's walking. And it's the slow down, sir. The looking good lady and the my man black my man delivery he's my person. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. my favorite. My do man. we see the do we see the slow down old man, the, the 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 angry old man again? I think that might be the only spot. I don't remember. No, yeah, I, I swear we see all of them like again okay. and again. There's a bunch of glitches as well. And then like Even if Jerry had seen the mailman glitch into the tree, I'm not sure he would have thought too much about it, you know? Yeah, he's literally like these things are glitching in the background and he's just like, la la la, like oblivious to it. Yeah, because he definitely sees lots of evidence that this is not right, at least, um, but not quite yet. We're not quite there. So this, to me, is a representation of, you know how when women say like, oh my God, men, like when you talk to them, they're not even listening to you. Like when they're like watching their game or doing the thing, this classic trope, right? This is it. Like, this is how, like, Jerry is in his bubble, not even realizing 
like beyond his bubble what's happening even though it's in front of him like he has that like typical blind spot that men have although i don't know because what is gender but you know what i mean do you know what i mean does anybody know what i mean i bet women know what i mean because i used to be one (laughs) this was just something like that i heard a lot like oh my god yes you know oh my god the simulation (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ Okay, moving on. Moving the fuck on. Um, yes. Stop. <laughs> oh, you I know, just want to... I, I sorry, I want to mention one little quote that, like, made me laugh that Jerry said when he was on the phone with Beth. And he says, I got an erection the size of an East Coast lighthouse. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, and Jerry comes up with some crazy shit on occasion. And I'm like, you know, he, he's not as dumb as he seems a lot of the time. Yeah. There's there's something going on up there. It's just a bunch of marbles clacking around. It, maybe there's just a couple fewer than, I don't know, something about marbles. Marble analogy, insert here. Perfect. I don't know, your, your thing about men being uh, off in their own world reminded me of a guy that I worked with one time. He was a park ranger, um, and I was doing these uh, boat tours as the announcer, and I got to drive it half the time. And he would always tell the story to me, not like over the speakers to the passengers or anything, about these young women that he worked with. And uh, but his hearing aids weren't working. So he would say to them, honey, I see your lips moving and it's a thrill, but I don't understand a word you're saying or something like that. And it it was just really old man sexist Mm. kind of shit. And it just reminded me a lot of what you were saying a minute ago. But anyway. There we go. <laughs> sometimes I want to say that, but I'm like, no, I can't say that. That's that's mean. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that in response to what you were saying about men being in their own world. And I was like, no, I don't want people to think that I'm actually saying that. So I'll just tell the story of the story instead. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, good choice. Nice. <laughs> yes. Anyways, cut to, where are we? Uh, Rick and Morty set up a rap concert to trick the simulation into overloading the processors of the simulation. Uh, He makes sure that uh, too many people show up. He's like, oh, I don't know if we can sing our our, our favorite song, the, the recipe for concentrated dark matter with only this many people. We need a way bigger audience. So the simulation sends in a fuck ton more people. And then he starts giving them all really specific commands as the music starts playing. Everybody who's 36 and up, jump up and down. Everybody wearing a red shirt, spin around and count to and jump up and down as many times as the, the square rooted pie or something. Do this with square, your hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, and all a bunch of shit like that. And it makes yeah. the, everything freeze Glitch up. And anybody and freeze up. Yeah. Anybody who's ever not been able to afford the very most recent uh, computer technology to play a super heavy graphics intensive video game knows exactly what's going to happen there. Mm -hmm. And so everything's frozen and they start running. They just start running. Doesn't matter what direction. They just pick a direction and they run. And he explains while they're running. um, It works like a treadmill, Morty. We can, uh, while it's working, it renders everything around us. But now that it's frozen, we can get to the edge. And just as he says it, they get to the edge. Yeah. Um, and uh, when they keep running past these little frozen tableaus. And I, I like the 3D work that they did 
Because you you see the pigeons and you kind of see them rotate just a little bit in 3D yeah. as they run past. Which, you know, they didn't used to do that with cartoons. But now that all these 2D cartoons, hard air quotes, are um, just basically just 3D rendered anyway. There's no actual drawing involved anymore except for concept art. Um, they can do that kind of shit. And they do it all the time in Futurama. And I like it. It's a fun little touch. Yeah. Uh, and they basically they basically just use cell shading to make it still look classic style uh, animation. And and my favorite tableau was th- yeah. they run past a basketball court full of those fucking Pop Tart people playing basketball. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> like man, they're really sticking to it with these Pop Tart people. They the really Pop-Tart think Pop Tart people are part of this universe. Yeah. Where yeah. did they get their research from? <laughs> Yeah, well, I have a theory on that a bit later as well. Oh, okay. uh, not necessarily this episode, but I can I can bring it up briefly. Are you going to so, talk about how Jerry assaults frozen Beth? <laughs> I mean... Because that was disturbing as fuck, bro. Like, that was so disturbing and uncomfortable. Yeah, it's weird um, that he doesn't realize that she's basically this just a fucking mannequin. Exactly. Like, what? Yeah, she's a statue, and that's just how dumb Jerry is. I mean, she said yes before she froze, and she's not real. So, if, yeah, now from a realistic perspective, though, if your spouse stops moving 100% and freezes up into a statue, maybe don't fuck her. Maybe just don't. Saying. Exactly, exactly. Just saying. So, yeah, and the, it's just it, it's just so disturbing because we hear there's a shot where we don't see them because they're shot of outside the house with, like, frozen shit outside, but we are hearing Jerry just fucking Beth and coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do so you disturbing. like apples? Apples! Oh, oh, so God. cringy. It's so cringy. <laughs> I'm like, so... oh, God, poor Beth. But yeah, and then and then and then he even says that that was the best sex he ever had. How sad is that? That's pretty fucking sad. Oh, and then he gets all like self pity, Jerry. Like I don't deserve this. Oh, I'm like, all right, I don't even care. And he gets um, cringy and pathetic real quick. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so cut to the aliens where they're all super excited that Rick and Morty have gotten out of the simulation. Just as planned. Yay, <laughs> this is going to be such a mind fuck. Woo. Yeah. And then Rick and Morty are, are looking for the central processing room. And then that's when Morty asks him, like, why are they doing this? And, and Rick is like, oh, the Sigerians are obsessed with me. And they're trying to, like, best me for years. But I always outsmart them. And then they get to the room where is all the shiny crystal processors. And then there's this wholesome moment between Rick and Morty where they start like, they get silly with each other and start like throwing the processors at each other and like, oh, haha, I'm going to get you. Ha-ha, oh, come on here, little guy. Like, Yeah, the, I, like, I, I don't know that wholesome is how I would describe it. It's fucking weird. Oh, it's, it's so- definitely weird and out of place, but it is wholesome. Yeah, to me, it's very it's- wholesome. Like if I believe, I know that re, like that Morty is actually yeah. A I need it, but I need it to be wholesome as well. But there's something so off about it, and I think I know what it is. And it's okay. not him being a pedophile. So there's that. Oh no! Um, yeah, I didn't. Think but it was. Oh my god! 
I get strong pedophile vibes off of this scene. Really? Um, it, oh, n- nothing, nothing wrong with a little horseplay every now and again, little fella. Ugh. I hadn't seen it that way. Oh they, no! They don't. Now it's they strange. don't have that kind of a rapport ever, what? ever anywhere. The, I thought it was the first time that they were showing that side of their relationship. I don't know. Right? Sure. And you know that's that's a thing. But I no, I have a theory on what that was, okay. and it's it's not actually wholesome, and it's not actually evil. It's all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's a calculated with it. maneuver yeah. by on, break of going with uh, it. Yeah. 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 So anyway, <laughs> they escape, right? They kind of escape. There's stuff in their shirts full of processors. Uh, Morty drops one accidentally and he's like, ah, it's okay. We got plenty of them. You little goofball. Uh, and that's where the wholesome moment happens anyway. So clearly these guards are set to video game AI rules because Rick throws a processor on the opposite side of the hallway that shatters and the guards go running after it like dogs. Oh, yeah. And then and then they just walk right past him, no problem, and get to an escape pod. No big PC, deal. PC. Yeah. Lemon squeezy. Yeah. Um, I just want to mention that these scenes, there's a couple scenes starting from here that are just very reminiscent of Star Wars to me. When they're like, just very reminiscent of Star Wars. Like I see these guards as like the stormtroopers and yeah. like Han and Chewie escaping and getting like sneaking into the Millennium Falcon and being like punch it, Chewie yeah. and like escaping the fucking Empire. It's a sci-fi like, that's trope. The vibe, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It also reminds me of video games, though, which I think is okay, more yeah. what they were going for because they're okay. basically in a big video game. That's true. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Because the AI in games like fucking anything Bethesda has made is hilariously bad. They'll hear you and they'll be like, what was that? And all you have to do is nothing for a minute. And then they're like, must have been the wind. Do, 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 do. It's it's so bad. And that's exactly what these guys are. Um, Because they are, in fact, a simulation. Um, Yeah. So they're in the escape pod. We cut back to Jerry. Jerry um, basically fires himself, then rehires himself, promotes himself, and then nominates himself for an Apple Award, which is an award ceremony for Apple-related ad campaigns that doesn't exist. Um, Yeah. I can't with this. I (laughs) I know, right? And obviously this is where the whole yes thing comes from. Yes. It's just... Yeah. The fucking okay. This is where it's a roller coaster of emotions. This this is where he should have figured it out because he walks into the room and this guy is walking with his his waist is walking sideways and his torso is facing front. I know. I see. (laughs) And if you didn't get creeped out by that, then what will you get creeped out by? Yeah. Really. Yeah. So everything he says. I should be fired. I'm a fraud. Yes. Wait, no, you shouldn't fire me. In fact, you should promote me because this is the best ad campaign. This is the most successful ad campaign this company's had in years. Yes. yes. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then he, that's how he ends up with a fucking Apple. All right. Yes. Yes. Man's his way into an Apple award. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. <laughs> and you fucking... know what? Now that I think about it, isn't this sort of like a mirror representation of 
the white privilege or the privilege, the male privilege that they have in the business, how easy it is for the white man to just be their king of the company and CEOs and like climb that ladder compared to all of the other minorities. You know, I didn't think of it that way, but... It just popped into my head right now. I was like, this is very reminiscent yes. of like how easy it is for... Shut the fuck up, Josh. <laughs> 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 it's scary guys because if you're not seeing it because if you're just listening to the podcast you're not seeing every time that josh does the yes he does it the exact same way also physically which is kind of creepy and scary yes okay moving on <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That kind of- just say what's in your squat 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 i guess i'm having cock squatches just say what's in your just say what's in your squat i squat my family you're, you're, you're not squatchy enough for a squatchy, squatchy, squatchy party. I'm squatching in air. Back on Earth, uh-huh. air quotes, air in the quotes. garage of the Smith House. House, air quotes. Um, where <laughs> Rick, Rick puts his code. Password code. It's like a four-digit <laughs> pin into yeah. i'm sorry pin number mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> for redundancy purposes uh into his own safe in his garage or so he thinks or does he and then big reveal the aliens show up again and it's another simulation inside of a simulation yeah. and so now the aliens have his password to his fabled safe full of all of his secrets unless yep. of course rick gets back to it first they're like, well, that's why we're never going to let you leave. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. So they run. Wait, wait, pan- wait, 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 wait. Uh-oh. You forgot a very important part right here. Sir. Did I? The doctor's appointment to examine the discoloration of your butthole flaps was too loud, Cynthia. Too loud and too specific. Way too specific. Yeah. And also I want to point out how these aliens, Siberian aliens, all have very, the most like common human names. Kevin, Cynthia, like, it's hilarious. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I blame the onboard translator. It's probably doing that on purpose. Kind of like oh. how Asian people always pick American names whenever they come to America. Yeah. Um, just to make it easier for us. So the right. ship's translator must be doing that for them. For our, I had not thought about that. That's yeah. That's amazing. There you of go. Course. They're of they're operating on a lot of Star Trek rules with this ship. Um, there's a central bridge where there's a seat uh-huh. in the middle of it that is for the captain. They've got all these peripheral computers. It's oh, all yeah, very, very Star Trek. Very yeah. Star Trekky. Um, yeah. and that shit is my jam. I love Star Trek. Obviously, Star Trek. Um. <laughs> I'm going to show you my boobs because they're all Star Trek here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> so action scene. Yeah. Rick, Rick pulls Morty's pants down as a distraction. And they're all like, oh, God, he's naked. And uh, this is more evidence, by the way, here. Well, OK, not more evidence. I haven't really gotten around to. Anyway, this is evidence uh-huh. in this moment that he at this point knows that it's not really Morty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not uh, conclusive evidence, but this is one of a many clue. things that uh-huh. this is a clue that he might at this point know that it is not actually Morty because he basically fucking leaves Morty behind. 
He pants him and he runs. He runs. That's correct. Yeah. And notice how none of them tackled Morty. They knew that he would have come back for Morty mm. if it were the real Morty. But he yes. just he just runs and Morty just happens to catch up with him. And they escape into this sci-fi gravity well. This is more Star Wars yeah, than Star Trek. Yeah, I was going to say, this was the, the part where I was like, this is very Star Wars. This is yeah. this is very reminiscent to that scene that happened, the iconic hand chopping, I am yeah. your father, Luke. That yeah. set. It's this mm-hmm. set. Yeah. They fuck with the gravity. Yeah, he turns off the gravity. I, I don't know if this is like supposed to be some sort of gravity well that... Uh, generates gravity for the ship or something like that. I don't fucking know. But we see these windows uh, where there's aliens um, being held in these pods hooked up to cables and shit. Um, yeah. And one of them one of them is a Plutonian. Remember that? We're going to come back to that later. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Good and eye. that's the only one that we see a full rendering of. The rest of them are just silhouettes. Yeah, so in the kind of in the background, yeah. Yeah. So and then they get to the they float up to the top. They're being chased by the guards. Rick turns the gravity back on, and the Zargonians fall. And Rick and Morty are fine. They keep running. The Apley Awards. Jerry is giving his speech. He's getting emotional. He's like, "Oh, I never thought." Blah blah blah. And he literally like gets all teary eyed, and he's like, "Oh, today is actually like the best day of my life, and it's beyond that." And then he says, I am finally complete. Like, he's just so accomplished in this moment. Yeah. And that's and then when everything this... glitches, freezes, and then disappears. The simulation fails. He, like, plops down. And he's like, what, what, what? And he, like, realizes that nothing was real. <laughs> and Rick and Morty burst into this where wherever this is and like see jerry and they're like jerry what the fuck are you doing here no like come on and he just grabbed them rick is like literally dragging jerry off with them as jerry is like crying and realizing like all his dreams like shattering in front of him is kind of like tragic for him mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they run and they get into the restricted area where jerry accidentally creates another jerry for yeah. a second he like touches a wall and then Another jury appears and then they burst in. They keep running through the lab, through the experiments and stuff. Uh, they're experimenting on live Pop-Tarts, poking yeah, that, the eyeball. <laughs> that poor Pop-Tart. I felt so bad for him. Me too. He's he's so tortured in that it's moment. Like, you're, you're not, first of all, you're not even supposed to be alive. Like if you were a normal <laughs> Pop-Tart, then it wouldn't fucking matter. But yeah. they, these people... Gave you a life and sentience, and I'm assuming like similar to humans, and then now they're torturing you. Like, what? Well, I think they're from a different dimension. I that's what I think is going on there. I, my god, yeah, because I mean, there's plenty of evidence throughout the series that we haven't gotten to yet that uh, every weird combination of things that are imbued that with see. life and sentience exists, like, um, fucking Somewhere phones. Else, yeah. Phones yeah. that sit on people that order um, pizza. No, it's a pizza sit on pizza that order people. Yeah, it, or every combination you can think of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pizzas that sit on phones that order people, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. chairs okay. that sit on pizzas that order phones. You know. Yeah, um, I love that scene. Uh, but yeah, yeah I'm gonna <laughs> continue with this scene because these people are they're running. 
running, running, running. We, we pass the live Pop-Tarts. Then we pass the Sigerius turn into hot dogs accidentally. Um, oh, yeah. They pass, they're running through a hallway full of like copies of the my man and yes, boss um, people. Yeah. You know, simulation people. And then they run for a second through the moon landing. Oh, yeah. And this is obviously a jab at the famous conspiracy theory that the moon landing was faked, which let's get into it for a second, Josh. (laughs) Do you believe that the moon landing was real? Yes or no? Why? I haven't quite made a decision on that. I've heard a lot of compelling (laughs) evidence in both directions. Um, And I just... I I'm leaning towards yes, it probably did happen. Like real astronomy, the moon isn't that far away from us. It's obviously the closest celestial body. It is feasible that we could have done that. We can obviously actually put things in orbit. It's another four-day um fling ourselves to the moon. Yes, I think we probably actually did land on the moon. Um, do I think it fucked up the the minds of the people who went out there due to some sort of a radioactive uh, force that they weren't able to foresee and protect themselves from. Yes, probably also that because there's not a single astronaut that they've talked to after they've been to the moon who could remember it properly. Wow. Um, or who could recount exactly everything that happened. Or yeah, it's there's a lot of weird shit mm-hmm. uh, about it. And mm-hmm. so yeah, why do you believe it? Well, let me tell you, Josh, as a, you know, I grew up in Mexico for my the, 20, the first 23 years of my life. Um, okay. And what really? I saw. In the, yes. Correct. Okay. Uh-huh. I didn't realize. Yeah. I mean, I knew you were Mexican and I knew you're relatively, I didn't realize you were here only for seven years now. So, yeah, okay. It's, That's good it's to know. It's only been for like seven years. Correct. So, um, you know, I wasn't exposed to the same kind of media that you were. Very similar because I did grow up very near the border, right below Texas is where I was situated. So I did have a lot of influence from America and the United States, but not the exact same. So like, we didn't talk about it much, the moon landing. Like, at least, you know, I grew up in the 90s. But the little, uh, it just, it was something that happened. So to me, it was like a fact because it was taught to me in school, in history class, like, oh, Americans did this uh, in the seven, in 69. When was it? Was it 69? I, I want to say 69. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, and this is what happened. And this is a fact. And I was like, okay, perfect. And you know, you've seen the images of the moon landing of like back then, you know? Um, yeah. And I saw it and I was like, okay, that's it. That's what it is. But recently, a few years back, there was a huge like conspiracy theories crazy going on on YouTube. And of course, I like fell down the well. And I, I've watched a bunch of conspiracy <laughs> theories videos on YouTube with okay. like evident, potential evidence and stuff of things. And now that I watched the actual video, like the actual footage of the moon landing, I don't think it's real. Like that footage. I think that that footage was recreated so that they could like tell the Americans that they did it. But that, but I think that the real footage, if there ever was, got destroyed or lost or something. Hmm. Uh, because I don't think that the footage is like actually 
real. But I do think, I do believe that they actually went to the moon. I don't think that they went to the moon, but they couldn't capture it live. Like, it, I don't know. I yeah. think something there was like... Actually, come to think of it, the radiation probably would have prevented the uh, the film from... Right, from functioning as it does on Earth, you know? Yeah, like they could have messed with the battery or the film itself. Yeah, yeah I don't think the film would have developed properly mm. because radiation or something... I know science and things, yeah. Right, right, ah, right. Definitely. <laughs> so, <Okay>. anyways, <laughs> that was a little tangent that I... On purpose made us go through. Uh, send us yeah, your opinions fun. to wubbalubbapuppet at gmail.com about the moon landing. Do you believe yeah. or not? <laughs> and was 9-11 an inside job? Eh. Oh my God. Don't. Or don't. Whole, you know, maybe thing. maybe we don't get into that one. That's uh, a whole other thing. <laughs> so, uh, Rick's answer to that is, who cares? Acts of terrorism happen every day. Anyway. Nothing matters. All right. Is this for me? I must be ready. I need my strength, strength. Give, 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 give me more! Nights, I shall give, walk in Hold on. You've got something here. Huh? So they commandeer the, the spaceship. They escape very much uh, reminiscent of Star Wars. Uh, mm. uh, they're being chased through space. Oh, they've been chased through space, and this is when... Morty is like, Rick, they're like almost on us, la la. They're like approaching real fast. And, and I guess I do have concentrated that matter, huh? And then Rick is like, yeah, I guess. Like, okay. And, and Morty's like, but you, you, you also know how to make it yourself, right? So like, let's make some so that we can go faster than them. And Rick is like, oh yeah, at for first sure, this, for sure. Sorry. What? At first this yeah. didn't make any sense to me because I'm like, well, they're using Zargonian tech, of course, or Zygerian Whatever, it starts with a Z and it ends with an N. Um, So (laughs) they're using Zygerian tech. Of course they would be able to keep up with them, but I guess, so they they need it. They need the concentrated dark matter in order to escape permanently from them to do like a hyperspace jump or something, right? Right. Something like that. So just clarifying that. So it does kind of make sense. It didn't make sense to me at first. Yeah, a little bit. So, So then... Uh, Rick is like, yeah, okay, so here's the recipe. So just you just need some cesium, platonic quartz, and bottled water. And, and Morty's like, okay, yeah, right away. He's like, all right, two parts platonic quartz, one part cesium, and then empty the whole wa- uh, bottled water into it. And that's when everything is revealed that it's another simulation. And Morty fizzles out into... Morty, uh-huh, Morty glitches off. Yeah, into But Jerry is nothingness. real, but Jerry is real. <laughs> Yeah, Jerry, uh, well, as far as we know, is real. And so it's a third simulation inside of a simulation inside, inside of a simulation. Of a simulation. Yeah. And uh, um, Morty was a simulation all along. And oh, oh see, yeah, see, that's the where they get the Shyamalan reference. Oh, uh, he was dead the whole time. Exactly. Uh, so uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. he was a ghost. Uh, yeah. Rick does not sound, in my opinion, convincingly surprised by this at all. He's like, oh, no, no, <laughs> it's another simulation. But just convincing enough that I didn't question it the first eight or so times that I watched this episode. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, David Cross Alien comes in and... He's like, aha, we finally got the best of you, you yeah. dumbass. Now we really do have your uh, your recipe Two for recipe. concentrated dark matter. He's like, okay, well, fine. Can I at least go home now? 
And they're like, yeah, whatever. Take him away to his shuttle. I'm done with him. Um, he does, however, still have discolored butthole flaps. By the way, I don't have discolored butt flaps. That was part of the simulation. And then, sure. oh, oh, so should I cancel the appointment, sir? <laughs> Yes, yeah, of, of course, course you, you should. should. <laughs> no, keep it. Move it up, actually. Actually, move it up. <laughs> That's good. Uh, so cut over to the shuttle where uh, Rick Very is like... Sad. Rick's like... Yeah, he's drawing an apple on the window of uh, the shuttle. Rick, <laughs> what a this is one of my sad. favorite quotes of the episode. Rick says, So what if the most meaningful day of your life was a simulation running at a minimum capacity? And he, he, I can't do the burp while he's talking, but... <laughs> running at minimum capacity and the jerry's like well hey hey fuck you rick because you know they you got, got taken for a ride too and you know you don't get to be so uh uppity and I, I didn't write down the actual quote cut back to the aliens who are like hey we finally got the recipe you know what i'm sorry i yelled at you guys i love you guys hey we're having a great time i love your families you know, one part cesium one part plutonic quark uh, and a bottle of water, boom, and fuck those guys. Yep. So back to the shuttle. Jerry's like, what the hell happened? I don't know. Why don't she ask the smartest people in the universe? All right, you can't. They blew up. Ha-ha-o. Hey. Yes. And, and then uh, he yeah, starts so singing his own outro song. <laughs> Which is called Baker Street. I, I didn't realize. It's that classic... Uh, saxophone tune and he starts putting his seat back slowly mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's singing real bad because he doesn't need to sing good because he just yeah. he Rick won Rick really won that yeah. episode he won. and then the credits roll the, the credits, credits. And then, then we get our after scene where yep. J- Jerry gets to put his he gets to try again. He gets to try it all over again to have to relive some former glory yeah. that was tested in a state of the art simulation. Uh, simulation. Again, yeah. Well, so, then it was a terrible simulation because you are yeah. fired. <laughs> are you hungry for apples, Alex? I'm never hungry for apples. Because I'm not. Yeah. No. And you know what? Neither were any of these fucking guys. How no. does a guy like that? Go home and have sex with his wife. Well, I'll tell you how. Stiff as a board. And what was it? Uh, Erect as an East Coast lighthouse? (laughs) Something like that. The size of an East Coast lighthouse. The size of an East Coast lighthouse. That's how. (laughs) That's how. With stupidity. Mm, So then cut to Morty's bedroom. Enrique bursts in into Morty's room very much like he did back in episode one first scene very reminiscent wasted as fuck uh praising Morty and being like oh you're a real hero Morty you're you're the best Morty you're a real little guy Morty are you a simulation you old son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) are you a simulation and Morty's like what no oh god oh jeez Rick Oh I'll fucking, I'll fucking kill you. Oh, God. I'm so oh, sorry. sorry. I'm sorry, Morty. Sorry. And then he passes out, drops the knife, passes out. Oh, and Morty's like, oh, what, what a life. What the hell? What a life. That's a quote. <laughs> That's a such life. a weird line, but I so like it. So traumatized. It, it's so weird. Yeah, he's, he's very traumatized. So traumatized. He's like, what a life. What a life indeed, Morty. You poor little guy. Indeed. What a life. 
It's a good show. It's a good show. What is my what is my pur pur purpose purpose? You pass butter. Oh, 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 oh my god. Let's bleed it to death. Oh, 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 I am god. like totally the fine. Oh, my god. oh geez, I'm so down with my parents' oh, my divorce god. dog. What is my what is my pur pur purpose purpose? If god exists, it's f***ing me. Oh, 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 I call it Jerry oh, 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 Sorry, I'm not a classic maternal oh, 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 archetype. Very much so. Wow, that was <laughs> that was my fault. I'm sorry. That was so off key. That was my bad. Uh, so, woo! Wow. Yeah, that's a hell of an episode. That, yeah. You know, I never used to like this episode, but it's growing Tell on me. Tell me about it. It's growing. Wait, on wait, 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 wait. Hey, Josh. So, what did you think about this episode? Well, Alex, let me tell you how I thought about this episode. <laughs> I kind of liked it. I like it a lot more than I used to. It's growing on me. Okay. I think it used to confuse me and I thought I was just being baffled with bullshit. And then I realized I'm just dumb. And I just needed to uh, get my fingers into it a little more and to appreciate um, both the complexity and the simplicity of this episode and what makes it so fun. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's a play on simulation theory, obviously, which is a big mind fuck. Everybody's seen The Matrix, or at least knows the concept of The Matrix. <sighs> My first thought during this episode is the processor power needed to run a simulation of that magnitude would be so staggeringly inconceivable, blah, blah, blah. But then I realized if we're in a simulation and always have been for our entire lives, we would have no frame of reference for what is and is not an achievable amount of processing power. Hmm. But fear not, fellow ex existential crisis havers. It doesn't matter if it's true. I mean, spoiler alert, I don't believe it is. So, you know, hmm. but I'll just always remember uh, a great comfort for me if I start to spin out thinking about, oh, what if we're in a simulation is I think therefore I am. Which means you are real no matter how fake you might be. Like, even... Have you seen um, Westworld? No, I haven't. Because it's basically about AI becoming sentient. And oh, okay. so what if they're AI? They're still... Basically, the point of the show is they're actually more sentient than human beings. Because um, mm. their code is, like, a hundred magnitudes uh, more complex than the code that it takes to recreate an actual human's brain. I don't know if that's actually vaguely accurate to reality. Obviously, we haven't fully mapped the human brain yet, so we can't know that, but it's sci-fi. And it just kind of yeah. feels like that's how it would play out when we finally do fully map and recreate a human brain someday. Mm. It's like, it's probably not going to be as complicated as we think it is. And we're way overshooting on all of this AI shit that we're coming up with. And it seems inhuman to us, but it's actually going to be a thousand times more advanced or whatever. Um, mm. That's my take on yeah. it. Um, wow. This isn't the first time and it's not the last time that they're going to do this little layer cake fractal plot device thing um a simulation within a simulation within a simulation we already did it in lawnmower dog this is only the fourth episode and it's already the second time we're doing it um but it's yeah, still right. it still feels different ish yeah 
It's so it's either a bullshit hack or it's just sheer genius in how they use it. Either way, gets me every time. I love it. There's my real answer. I love it. I fucking love nice. I fucking love Rick and Morty. Uh, so oh yeah, and then they do it again in one crew over the Krukus Morty, but that's not till season four, uh, where they keep pulling this same shit like uh, aha but we knew that you knew that you knew that you were gonna do that oh, yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah and it, it, it feels very similar even though it's probably not quite the, the same the highest the highest yeah, 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 yeah. um so yeah. that episode it's got such a great punchline i can't wait for uh it's <laughs> it's gonna be tedious as hell because i hate the actual episode but the punchline is one of the best ways to end an episode from the entire series i fucking love it Mm-hmm. How did you feel about the episode, Alex? I feel <laughs> I I also like it because it was kind of like thinking about the first time that I watched it or the first time that I was exposed to this episode. It was like, oh, okay, it kind of like makes you realize again in a different way how smart and how smarter Rick always is and how even though it might seem that people got him nope at the end he always ends up winning or having the upper hand yeah this happens like you kind of just said like this happens again in other episodes kind of like the same format but this i think was the first time that we did it this way and it was fun and it's uh, to me it's always fun the reveal within the reveal within the plot twist i like those they're fun and i don't think i had thought about when Rick actually realizes that everything, or since when does he know that everything has always been a simulation mm-hmm. until you mentioned it a little bit ago. And I, I would like to talk about that now. That's exactly that's exactly what I wanted to bring up. Well, okay, Ooh, since, segue. since you, I, I'm trying to think of a way to not make this sound snotty and um, overlordingly shitty. Uh, since you haven't thought about it as much as I have, I want to hear your answer first. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, I guess I didn't think this. Like, I didn't think that he knew hmm. until today. I th- until right now. I think you're like he knew since the beginning, right? Because since the beginning, he's like, oh yeah, very convincing. And since the beginning, he believes that Morty is it's very clear that he believes that Morty is also part of the simulation. Yes. Then there's then there's a shift in the episode where he pretends to be like, "Oh no, they actually brought Morty like my real Morty in and now I'm going I'm going to pay and blah blah blah." He creates this whole narrative that even the audience believes it. Like even I believed it. Yep. Uh to the point until now that it's like opened my eyes that all along, since yeah, since minute zero of the episode, you got Rick it. Has known that's exactly that my opinion as well. Simulation. He he okay. never stopped believing, or he never once believed that it was really Morty. He knew the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's the only way that because he so he knew that they were putting all of their processor power into simulating Morty. And that was the key to outwitting them. So by making them believe that he believed that it was really Morty, and in turn making us believe that he believed it was Morty, that's how he was able to outsmart them up until the very end, even though they thought they were playing him. Otherwise, there's there's no way he could have known 
when he told Morty the fake recipe for concentrated dark matter that they would have tried to use it after he leaves. Um, and also why he obviously knew when he gave fake Morty the, the fake recipe because it would have fucking killed them if he had actually put the water in there. What I don't know, what I can't answer is other than him having some sort of weird death wish is why would he have told him to put the water in that bucket hmm. knowing that that would have fucking killed them right there and then. And then also now I'm thinking about the wholesome part. Yeah. That he was just that that whole part was just Rick playing along with what the Nigerians thought that his relationship with Morty was. Yeah, exactly. They don't know his real relationship with them. They might be like, right. why is he being such a dick to this kid if it's his grandson? And so he's like, oh, we gotta we gotta do some horseplay. That's what people think grandparents do with their with their grandkids, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And right. so that's why it came off so disingenuous. Like, mm -hmm. I want him to have that kind of a relationship with Morty because it would be wholesome and it, it would be happy, but that wouldn't be any fun for us, really, at the, at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. True. <laughs> I don't know why, because we're all sick fucks. <laughs> Terrible people. I don't, I don't know why we need conflict to be entertained, but we do. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you, you read my mind on that one right there with you. The next thing I wanted to talk about. Okay, so my fan theory for today, the most relevant one to this episode that I could find, is mm -hmm. uh, there is a popular fan theory out there that I don't know if it's from this point on or if it's just in general, the whole show, that the entire show takes place in a simulation by the, uh, the Zygerians. Oh, that even after the third reveal. reveal, they are still in a simulation and never get out throughout the entire mm -hmm. throughout the rest of the series. Personally, I think it's bullshit, but it's kind of fun to think about. And be, their main evidence for this is the Plutonians. Uh. Apparently, there's something somewhere. I couldn't find anything uh, on the wiki about this. Uh, but apparently there's evidence somewhere. If somebody could write to us and help me out on this one, because I'm about to be like, no, nah, this is bullshit. Unless somebody can point me at some actual evidence that the Plutonians don't actually exist. But so we haven't gotten to the Plutonium, the, the Plutonians episode yet, uh, mm -hmm. where Jerry gets kidnapped by the Plutonians. But supposedly they're a fake race created by the Zygerians, just like the Pop-Tart people or something uh, for, right, for this right. simulation. And therefore that is evidence that... That the entire show is in a simulation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't believe it. Uh, they could easily come from a different dimension because that's, mm -hmm. that is the nature of the multiverse. Anything that you can think of, it exists in a dimension somewhere, at least one instance of it. But it's, you know, food for thought. And if somebody can uh, give me a little more evidence for that, or if I stumble across any, I'll bring it back up again. I think our fan theory uh, exploration is going to be kind of an ongoing thing. Everyone, they're going to stack. It's not going to be like, yeah. okay, here's this one. We solved it. Never re returning to that ever again. Nah. And uh, so the ones, I have a handful that I'm going to be addressing um, in later episodes. 
that are starting to become relevant, but we're not there yet. And they're going to remain relevant for the run of the show until they get disproven or proven. Um, mm-hmm. So there's one that I've already brought up once at least. And that is the theory that Rick is Morty in a wibbly wobbly timey wimey fucked up way. No evidence of that yet per se. Maybe some things that'll back it up eventually, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Next one. Evil Morty is Rick's original grandson. That one makes a lot of sense to me, but until we get to a single Evil Morty episode, I don't see any point in talking about it. Oh, the ne- this one I actually do kind of want to talk about just a little bit today. Rick knows he's in a TV show. Oh, and yeah. And that would explain all of his... Breaking the fourth wall meta references. And this. There is a lot of evidence of breaking the fourth wall. Yes. And I actually have something a little more to add to this that I have not heard anybody bring up in any of the uh, fan theory videos that I've watched. Several of them have brought up Rick knows that he's in a TV show and they're just like, oh, that explains his fourth wall breaking. And I'm like, yeah, it absolutely explains his fourth wall breaking. But I think it also explains his super intelligence. Like, sure, he could mm-hmm. still be drinking some sort of uh, tonic from the, the mega fruit seeds. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But the reason he is the smartest person in the universe is because the universe doesn't mean what we think of as the universe around us. The universe means that TV show. And when you, yeah. when the TV show is about you and you're the only person in it that knows it's a TV show, that de facto makes you the smartest person. Makes you the smartest person in the universe. In that universe. Show. And yeah. which means he understands the laws of that universe, which are not real science. They are sci-fi TV trope bullshit, which is why he can yeah. just go... Look, I'm... Sure, and then Mr. Mixes. Yeah, yeah. I... I'm, exactly. He opens the glove box. It's a cartoon. I have this thing that does exactly what you wanted it to do. Here, let me pop into the other room real quick and get a magic helmet for the dog that gives it sentience. Good luck. Mm -hmm. Um, It's because he knows he's in a TV show. He doesn't actually have to know any science and he can just come up with these um, plot devices. Uh, But that's all. And that also that that also supports like his attitude what what is it called his attitude of like not giving a fuck like nothing matters attitude what what is that called mm. nihilistic no nihilism what is that? nihilism yeah 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 because he knows that it's a tv show it's not actual science it's not actually like he knows he's not real yeah to me like if i was a character of a show and i knew that i wasn't real i would very much be like oh fuck everything yeah. nothing I, matters. I think the best three word description of Uh, Rick and Morty that I've heard yet is existentialist, absurdist, nihilistic. Mm, There you go. Those three words capture the essence of this show very well. Put it on a t-shirt, sell it. Let's go. Damn right. (laughs) So yeah, but there's a couple other theories that I want to touch on. Eventually, uh, here's another one that's going to get real relevant real soon is that uh, and it's going to make our jobs really fucking hard and really easy all at, yeah. the, all at the same time. Very nice. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Is that uh, so we want to do character tracking with this sh- uh, with this podcast, right? Yeah. I don't think it's going to be possible for us to do any okay. true character tracking because, you know, the Jerry Burry episode, right? Correct. There is very, very strong evidence that... 
the main plot of that episode from the point where they drop off Jerry, we are following a completely different Rick and Morty than the ones that dropped off Jerry. Okay. Because they're hand I mean they're handed a ticket with the number I think I think it's five one two seven. And then oh, when they see. when they pick up Jerry at the end, uh yeah. Morty has lost that. Morty lost the ticket. Loses the ticket. He has a Blitz and Shits ticket. And then a different Rick and Morty, different hard air quotes, comes up to them and says, hey, do you guys have number 5127? And uh, Rick is like, I don't know, whatever. And they swap Jerry's. So the right. ones that had the ticket were the ones that dropped off Jerry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I see what you mean. Oh, but I just it just occurred to me they could have found the ticket that Morty ticket. lost at Blitz and Chits. So it's still <gasps> That's a possibility. But we yeah. don't know. We have no way yeah. of knowing. Um so, oh my gosh. so we either followed a completely different Rick and Morty or we followed a completely different Rick and Morty. Right. That means it's either they swapped at some point. They absolutely swapped at some point. And that has actually been proven with the episode in season six where all of the uh, uh, interdimensional uh, travelers return to their um, yeah, original universes. Correct. So, uh, And then Whew. the last one that I'm going to bring up that we're going to get to in more detail eventually is that Rick never left for 20 years. He just wiped all their memories to protect them from the Galactic <gasps> Federation. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. That's, that very much could be. Because like, Morty's Mind Blowers is coming up. I think that's season yeah. two or three. I feel like it's season two. Hopefully, because I like it. No, I'm pretty sure it's season three because we definitely have oh, okay. another, they they do it instead of Interdimensional Cable 3. Oh, yeah. We have Interdimensional Cable 1 and 2. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. True. Yep. Yep. Damn. So that's just a taste of what's to come. That's all the material I have for today. Exciting. Intriguing. Glad you think so. I think so, too. A little, little teaser. <laughs> yep. Yep. Am I, am I teasing you? Okay. Is that a tease? A little bit. My bit of a tease? A you know, um, uh -oh. you can't tell, but it says here. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think you can do that. <laughs> My spidey says is tingling. It sure is. I know something's tingling. You can call it whatever you want. Stop it. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Stop. Yes. <laughs> no. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, that's great great stuff, great material. I think we went to the episode. It was fun. We talked about it. We talked about some theories and we joked and it was great. I hope a lot of people listen to this and if you're listening what are you doing right now me where are you listening from no i'm talking to the people oh sorry where are you listening from like send me an email send me a dm wobble a pop but josh do you want to tell the tell them the whole our handles sure our, where can they find us yeah you know don't forget to review right. us on itunes they haven't approved us yet the shysty bastards but they're gonna i'm gonna yo what's wrong with them i'm gonna make it happen uh Okay. If you want to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com slash wubblubbapodpod. Uh, we have a $1, $5, and $10 tier. At the highest tier, you're going to get exclusive video, live stream reminders, 20% off merchandise, and exclusive downloadable content. Uh, if you want access to that merch, all you have to do is go to our website, wubblubbapodpod.com, 
or wubbalubbapod.com. We own both of those domains. Why not? And our merch store is attached to the, like, we'll link to it from our regular website. It's a, it's a bit messy at the moment, but you can also go to www.beerwithbuffy.com slash shop, which is our sister podcast, Beer with Buffy. Yay, sister podcast. Woo! Wee. Check us out on social media if you're that kind of person. We got an Instagram at WubbaLubbaPodPod, Twitter at WubbaPodPod, TikTok at WubbaLubbaPodPod, Twitch, um, which is where we may or may not may or may not be streaming. Also, WubbaLubbaPodPod. Uh, Podbean is our main host. Probably going to give you the best uh, audio quality to stream from there. Uh, find us at WubbaLubbaPodPod on Podbean. Uh, but we're also on all of your p- favorite podcast platforms, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, you name it. Amazon Music. You name it, we're on there. And if we're not, let us know and we will make it on there. We will be everywhere. If you ever want to send us your questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at wubblepapodpod at gmail.com. Big thank you, as always, to Benjamin Alexander for our, all of our opening, closing, and transitional music. Isn't it the best? I love it. Yeah, he's so good. <laughs> He's a pain in the ass, but he's so good. Uh, <laughs> this has been Wubble Up a Pod Pod. I'm Josh. I'm Alex. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Moorman. Goodbye. Remember that song? Nope. I thought you were quote. I thought you were singing a line from Rent for a second. What is wrong with you? I am quoting a very important Rick and Morty episode song. Oh. The fart? The fart. Oh, goodbye, yeah, there we go. man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank oh, you. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. Allowance is for your years, but I expect a certain amount of responsibility, instead of which you enslave yourself to this, this cult. You don't like the color? <laughs> It was a bit um, British, wasn't it?